COVID vaccinations for no longer neutral. Black Lives Matter, whether it's a hash. Can't take it no longer. It's minority children that are suffering the most. Begin to have real conversations. No, no longer, longer neutral. neutral. Welcome. Thank you for tuning in to No Longer Neutral. Please don't forget to follow and rate our show wherever you listen to podcasts. Follow us on Instagram at No Longer Neutral. Hello. I am Dr. AD. <laughs> and I am Dr. Sharice Roper. And I am Dr. Michael Haygood. And I am Dr. Whoopi Goldberg. <laughs> <laughs> our producer. Hey, Sean. The hey, best ever. Everybody. Best in the West. Hey, yes, hey. Yes, so what's yes. up? What are we talking about this week? Hey, listen. So I'm still a little still concerned. So, you know, we, we talked before about college football. And I'm hearing so many things, different perspectives. And, and I hate to circle back to this conversation, okay. but I do have Though, questions. I have questions. I know where you're going. So help me out with this whole thing about possibly, I don't know, Michael, because you follow it more attentively than I do. I'm sitting on the edge of my seat well, waiting for this Well, question. is it true that the Governor Newsom may want to stop or put a halt to USC and UCLA leaving the Pac-12? Not USC. USC Not is a USC. private school that he can't touch USC. But the UC system. But UCLA, he can okay. touch. And so a lot of people, including myself, okay. are up in arms. And I want to say publicly that I am a Gavin Newsom supporter. Okay. I have been. I voted for him. Right. I met him. Okay. I like him. I like his policies. But he is wrong on this one. Um, and the reason he's wrong is because sports, I believe, does not should not be up for... What's the word? It should not be up for conversation mm -hmm. around athletes who need to actually, and their talent, be exposed. Mm. Like, for instance, the Pac-12 has been a dead conference, mm -hmm. and UCLA and USC has pretty much, over the years, been at the top of the game, mm -hmm. along mm -hmm. with Oregon and Stanford. Mm -hmm. And so most UCLA fans want to mm -hmm. be a national program. Mm -hmm. There are some UCLA fans that like the West Coast, like the Pac-12 mm -hmm. tradition, like playing against the Pac-12 teams, mm -hmm. but it doesn't take you into a national audience, nor does it bring the monies available to mm -hmm. UCLA. They're going to mm -hmm. make big dollars if they go to the big team. So what's his argument? His what is argument uh -huh. is that leaving UCLA here, mm -hmm. once again, leaves us on the West Coast and promotes more of a West Coast talent and it doesn't take the game away from California. Because remember, if we're playing against Wisconsin and Penn State and Michigan and those big West teams, uh -huh. we now have a national audience. But mm -hmm. you may be losing the West Coast audience because you may be losing UCLA against Stanford, UCLA against Washington. Washington they may not be watching. Stanford may not be watching anymore. Cal may not be watching anymore. So you lose an audience of West Coast folks, but you don't lose the audience nationally. Nationally. So I don't understand the serious motivation other than just the West Coast pride of Politics. trying to fall in line with growth. I think it's growth. Because I was thinking more students will consider, like if you're from Penn State, you know, Pennsylvania, uh -huh. or you're uh -huh. from Wisconsin, uh -huh. wherever these places are. And your program to, or you, you have more interest in staying in that in that conference. Correct. But hey, it'd be exciting for me to move to California. Everybody or to go to, to California. But see, here's the issue: I mean? it's uh -huh. not just football. 
every program Basketball. now. Right. Will right. Be volleyball, baseball, softball, badminton. Uh-huh. Right. Everything will be now in the Big Ten. Right. So now you have the, to me, the only folks that should be complaining are the folks that have to actually do the actual managing of how do we get to Penn State now, Michigan. The scheduling of all these teams mm-hmm. that Blinded. have to go to all these different flights and make sure uh-huh. they make the schedule. Uh-huh. That now has to be sort of the biggest, I would say, job to do. But yeah. the other stuff to me, I don't. it doesn't make sense. It does not make sense why he is stopping the program from actually growing, in my opinion. Now, unless we can have a call in, denutralizers, come on in if you got mm-hmm. this answer. Mm-hmm. Because I do not understand, and I am a sports advocate, as to why he is so adamant about stopping this. So, you know, my theory is always around whenever there is a, a huge change. You, you got it. Money. There is something mm-hmm. with the money that he yeah. hasn't said, he hasn't spoken about. Start following it. Like, and, that, and, and then, Sharice, you're head on. You're, you're yes, dead on because yes. the money is probably going to be staying. He doesn't want to lose that Pac-12 funding. Right. Because now you're getting ready possibly to have maybe a San Jose State or a San Diego right, State who's move take up their to, pot, take move their up spot. To those places. Correct. Colorado uh-huh. State has been talked right. about. Some other schools have been talked about. To replace and mostly, it. you know, you have to remember that football is the biggest generation of income. Right. It's the biggest revenue Absolutely. at a particular school. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so they don't want to lose that revenue. Right. And so Sharice hit that right on the head. The there's, money yeah. is big. There's probably some something that goes back to the government in a tax or something of that sort okay. that comes from, you know, what you generate when you have a game, when you sell tickets, when you this, when you that. Yeah. It's, got, it's something connected to the dollars. Wow. I can guarantee but it. But ultimately, who makes that decision? Well, for the state, the governor, because it's oh, a public wow. school. Remember, right. you know, UCLA, yeah. Cal, Stanford. I think Stanford's a private industry, a private school, isn't it? It is. Yes, so it Stanford is. is one of the. They can't replace it with Stanford. They could put Cal in there, but USC UCLA has always been synonymous with each other. So that's why that package deal felt so good right. to a lot of people. Plus, the actual competition would be better. Mm-hmm. The competition is going to be better. Ohio State they makes it to the pack, to the playoffs every year. Yeah. So if we could play those teams. USC has now a path. Yeah, and especially now this year that they've got they're Lincoln ranked, Riley. What, 10, they're ranked nine, four, no four. four. Oh, they they're moved ranked up four this because everybody Stanford lost last game. week. Oh my god, and, and a lot of lost. people okay. lost last week. So like, therefore, right. yeah. USC is in prime position to once again become a national standard, yeah. and that's what they've been wanting. Yeah. So kudos to them. I'm not happy, but right. kudos to you guys. Right, right, right. You know right. I mean? I'm a UCLA right. Bruin, so right. I'm hot and bothered by the whole thing. I right. think it's ridiculous. I'm also hot and bothered. Can I share Just something? Come on, else? let's I'm, go. Yeah. I'm hot and bothered <laughs> about this banning of the books thing because you guys know I'm an author. You know, I wrote a book some so years, a few more. years ago. Okay, and I was just on YouTube, and I was actually reading some articles because I had to look this up. They're banning books in the South. I know that we know that there's this mm. huge right-wing push now to take this country back. And to Jim Crow era. A- absolutely. And so part of this push is not just about abortion. Mm-hmm. It's not just about um, a hateful equality toward gender equality or their, um, their denial of gender equality. It's also not about homophobia, that they actually don't want gay marriage anymore. It's also now becoming about books. So once again, they're furthering their, their hatred mm-hmm. toward equality, toward inclusion, uh-huh. toward diversity. Some of the books, let me tell you guys some of the books I saw that they're actually going to cancel. And then while you're looking now, for that, sure. the, um, when you say the South, do you mean 
give a, a, and I really a little bit even more. Just limited to the South because I looked it up, and uh-huh. half of the states, not just the South, the North Dakota, the South wow. Dakota, Wyoming. Wow. Usually, if you want to find out which states, just follow the trail of who voted for Trump. If you have any questions, caller, call us there in on three two three five three eight zero two two four. And follow Trump if you if you not follow Trump if you follow please don't follow Trump Lord Jesus if you follow the Trump states you will follow seriously the laws that are starting to come across the banning of books and the banning of books I saw was fifteen hundred book ban laws on all the, culturally relevant books I'm correct thinking. and they're all culturally relevant for instance uh, one of the subject mm. matters was did you guys know they're actually trying to ban too many tamales. Which is in every school in LA Unified yeah. for elementary. You know, it's a, it's a serious yeah. um, celebration of Latino yes. culture for Christmas. Yes. Well, right. the, the knock on that book is because I tried to find out, well, what's wrong with the book? What right, would be the right. problem? Is that it's not celebrating a traditional family Christmas with traditional turkey and so forth. So they want to ban that book. That's one. Gender it, Queer. That is not biased. Is another book that I found. Life of Frederick Douglass, they want to ban. And for what reason? The reason is that they found that. Anything dealing with race, gender, and sexuality should not be in books. Anything that promotes children talking wow. about race, gender, oh, or sexuality so should not be in elementary schools. So, so then I'm we saying, just throw out the history books because all of that has to do with people who have done significant things in life, right? Right. That you've established this, you've found this, and that could be anybody of yes. any race. Right? True, but if you, uh, yes, but, but, who, but, 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 but what they want is they want the history that they've told, which really doesn't talk about race. It really talks about white supremacy, white supremacy, white male and supremacy, how they're right. owning everything and running everything. And in those days, that's exactly what history was. And so, so they don't want the liberal. They don't want the liberal, liberal agenda, agenda, which is what they call it. We just call it the truth. Right. Yes. You know, we just right. call it the yeah. truth. We want right. the truth yeah. out, which yeah. is we built the country. Black folks have built this country. They don't want any conversation around that. So what do you and guys there think? There are Latinos or Hispanics or Asian. Chicanos who do right. celebrate their um, traditional family dinner with tamales. I know it's a day, right. of, you know, where the families make them together. That's, right. you know, that's right. a tradition for many of our Human beings that live in America. The last example I give is a book called, I thought this was so ridiculous. There's a book called Everything Babies, or Everywhere Babies, I'm sorry. And so in the book, there's all these babies everywhere. Just everywhere. It's a funny book, comical. Where why are all these babies everywhere? Every page, there's babies. And it's a comical, light take on pregnancy, actually, and having babies. Mm. Having said that, in one of the pages, the illustration, there's two men that have, one man has his arm on the other man's shoulder. Not wrapped around his body, doesn't look sexual at all, but that is the, the, the problem with the book, is that there are two men hugging. And so what I say to that is all those people who have a problem with that is don't watch football on Sundays. Because certainly they touching <laughs> each other everywhere. Yeah, high five. High five, slaps on the butt. Exactly. You know what I mean? I mean, (laughs) just look at TV in general. You might might as well want, and that's where we're headed, though. That is where we're headed. And I think that we would probably smirk, play this particular topic off, but I'm telling you, The Handmaid's Tale on Hulu, that TV show tells where we're going. 
We're going back to those days yeah. where men if, ran women. If we allow that to happen. Right. If we allow that to happen. And do you know, most people do not know that they can sit on, you know, committees to review Correct. and edit textbooks. Like, right. you know, you can sit on those. You don't need a degree. You know, you can go on and, you know, apply to sit on these textbook committees. So who... Um, it's trying to ban this. Well, there's there's laws in half of the states in the United States. Wow! And the laws Listen, come. People. The laws come from Congress people, so the Congress folks in those states. And if you can look it up, half of the states in the country actually have. And there's an actual phys- visual of these states where it shows Wyoming, South Dakota, right, North right. Dakota, Texas, mm. the same states you would definitely realize. Mm-hmm. With you would not be surprised by these states. Right. It's the states that we typically realize go right wing. Okay. And those states are pushing this agenda. And one of the things I'm really trying my best to not let people sleep on is those small items. Because it starts with a small fire. Right. But it ends up being a blaze. Yeah. Because we don't pay attention to certain stuff. Books are incredible. When you start talking about banning books, yeah. you're talking about medieval times. That's true. That's right. You're talking about the 1500s. Right. right. You know what I mean? Yes. What will be next? We'll be talking women about women read. that are witches. Yeah. Women right. that are witches that are yes. casting spells on men. This is true. This is what happened in the 1500s. So this is true. let's just keep our eyes open and be very, very vigilant about what we are accepting, you know, in this day and age. Because so much is happening on the streets, but we can't keep our eyes off of the world news either. Yes, 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 yes. And and that and the distractions. Yes, Absolutely. yes, yes. Absolutely. Keep keep Re- from knowing those kind of informations. Remember, and I'm glad that you're saying this because there's now, you know, a whole push to make sure that you are registered to vote. Yes. Because there are a lot of things on the ballot that folks need to be paying attention to because if we don't vote the right way, hello. You are going to be like you're going to wake happened? up one morning and be like, I can't believe this is this happening. Right. Yeah. Yes. And then it becomes they let this happen. Who was they? Right. You know, who was they? Same right. reason Trump became president. Yeah, man. Yes. When she had more votes than he did. And he is planning to take it back. Absolutely. He is on a. And he's not by himself. Right. You know, no. One of the things right. that surprised me was how many. Folks, you know, do you guys have, by the way, I know that we're actually crossing topics, but it's okay. It's in the same area. Do you guys know any folks that actually voted for Trump? Like, do you know folks that did? You know, I think I do. They won't say, but I have a, I have a great, um, Suspicion that there are some that I know close do to me that do. Do they still follow? And the only reason I ask you know, is because I want to know, did they it, change it based be, on what's going on now? I don't know because it, it'll be just that one part of them that has their own insecurities and fear of takeover. Well, not only that, you know, those immigration, yeah. you, you know, there are some people who feel like, oh, it's too many of this group of people, too many of that people, and they're taking over. Mm. They have all the jobs. And mm. so he may tap into um, a certain population of people's insecurities and fears that drives them to support him and overlook everything else. Right. Right. Makes sense. Man, keep, hey, remember, follow us on Instagram at no longer neutral. You can call us at 323-538-0224 and leave us a voicemail. Ask us questions. Absolutely. Ask for advice. Absolutely. Give us suggestions. And hey, you may even have a topic you want us to dive into. Again, call us and leave a voicemail at 323-538-0224. 
And make sure you leave your social media handles so you can be featured on the show. Michael, I know you are so happy that your show, you too, Sharice, that your show, one of your fave shows, hey, did well at the Emmys, right? Yes, yes, yes. Man, I was so happy. I was so excited. Go ahead, Sharice. You can share first. You know, and you know, I have to give such Ayana too. Yes. Such big shout out to Shirley Ralph. Hey. Ooh, ooh. Soror. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. And she was so amazing. Her speech. And gorgeous. Beautiful. Just reminded me of the, you know, the work that we do. And I'm going to just have to say it as black women. There you go. To try and make sure that we stay relevant. That people, you know, really understand where we are. That she just, you know, just nailed it with her speech and how she spoke to that. Mm-hmm. And you know what I did not hear in her speech, which I would have loved to have heard, and it's okay, is, you know, just more of a shout out for teachers. Because yeah. that is what the, the, school, the, the actual program is about. Yeah. So I felt, I felt in her face when she was sharing and she had one, and I really believe that she really was shocked. I know that that that, that program is the number one show right now, Mm -hmm. but I still think, you know, once again, we don't expect to win ever. We just don't expect to win. And most people probably don't, but I really believe she didn't. And what I want to sort of talk about, you talked about it, Sharice, as well, is how many years it took for her to get these kind kind of accolades. Because Dream Girls was a thing, you know, obviously, and she didn't win for that. I don't believe she won for that on Broadway. But now here you go with the Emmy. And all these years later, 30, 40 years later, she's in this one number one show. And let's not forget all the wonderful work that Cheryl Lee Ralph did for Simply, a diva simply singing. That major L.A. AIDS um, fundraiser that happened every year. Every year, Cheryl Lee Ralph was at that event singing, donating her time giving fundraising opportunities to simply diva simply singing her and Loretta Devine have been a part of that now going on at least since the inception of the program so I just want to say I'm so thrilled with Abbott Elementary and I just want to keep watching and I love you Shirley Ralph and to add to what both you are saying I had the privilege of going to the Hollywood Bowl to hear black movie soundtrack night Mm. where Jennifer Holliday came out and sang, speaking of dream girls and being black women staying relevant, she was so overwhelmed with emotions because of her standing ovation and the screams and the shouts because she had never been invited to sing at the Hollywood Bowl. And she said over 40-whatever years when that song first came out. uh, And she nailed that song. You could tell that she waited those 40 years to Uh, sing. You know, she came with a purpose and a reason to sing that song. And, you know, it just speaks to what you're saying, staying relevant, not expecting the victory or not expecting to win because, you know, traditionally, historically, we are always, Mm -hmm. you know, slighted. You know what I mean? Right, right, right. We might get a nomination. Hey. That's about it, and it'll be one of us in a in a in a in a yeah. race of five or right. ten, and then of course you're not going to win. Right. Specific right. roles Absolutely. we already know. Absolutely, and yes. the song yes. she chose to sing, "Endangered Species," which I'm sure you know. I was just looking at the audience and Issa Rae and all the people that were there to enjoy it, and other actresses, you know, Black Impact, who actually were there to see that happen, and the little girls at home. Let's not understate the moment. You know, the Emmys is not the Oscars, but it is a moment where actresses and little girls are looking at that and saying, oh, my God, you know, I could do that one day. And what better place to have it win than on a black show? 
You know what I mean? On ABC. I was just so elated at that. And then big ups to Quinta Brunson. Absolutely. Yes. She was the, she is the creator <laughs> of that show. Yes, she is. As well as, you know, she plays as a second grade, second grade teacher. Second grade. But did you guys realize that that show has only been on for a year? And did you know that it's And not- they got that, yes. those awards. Yes. And it started December of 2021. Yeah. you know, she started writing it four years ago. Yes. She yes. started writing yes. it four years ago. And what I, I like that you brought that up because it t- goes to show you things can happen quickly and things may take a long, a while. Sure, You sure. know, your growth, your progress, your big moment. Right. For Shirley Rock was 30 years in the waiting. Right. But for Quinta, it was four years. We say that because she started writing it in four years. We don't know how long her. Yeah, her, her other, yeah, whatever yeah. else she was doing. Absolutely. But, yes, but that's yes, an yes. excellent point. You know, our time is coming. Yes. My time is coming. Yes. Your time is coming. Right. And I said that when I had um, gotten sworn in. For those of you who do not know, I am an elected official. <laughs> and I ran unopposed. So some folks said, oh, well, you didn't have to campaign hard. But what they may not realize, I've been campaigning for almost 30 years. Life. I've been Absolutely. in the field of education, you know, almost 30 years, Absolutely. 26 years, Absolutely. 27 years. Right. So, right. you know, I've been campaigning. Your campaign is your resume. My campaign is my resume, the That's work it. that I've been doing. So, yes. hey, you know, keep pushing on. Keep your dream alive. Absolutely. And, you know, don't forget to follow us. Follow at us. No Longer Neutral on Instagram. And we are just grateful and thank, thanking all of our listeners and supporters who've been with us for season one. We are yes, in season thank two. you, de-neutral- yes, de-neutralizers. Yes, yes. And call us, call us and ask questions on 